Is it because the tops are too poofy? Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode one of Quirks and Compulsions, the show about overanalyzing the overlooked. Today's topic is sandwiches. In our new office space in Philly, we have a pretty great long farmhouse table. And so now we get to sit next to each other while we eat lunch. And we can see what each other's eating. And I think the conversation has often been about sandwiches because a lot of the men get sandwiches. And there are strong feelings about what kind of sandwich they get. They have a lot of opinions about sandwiches. A lot of opinions. Proper sandwich. About what constitutes a good sandwich. I almost never eat sandwiches at work. Do you, do you eat them not at work? Yes. It, or do you eat them for lunch or dinner? Is that I, your thing? Is it like not work, but it's lunch that you don't like sandwiches for? Yeah. I, every every time, almost, almost every day at lunch, I eat a salad instead of a sandwich. You're a healthy man. Mm, yeah. Ma- mainly like be, it's much. mainly because my wife makes my lunch. Hmm. I like bread too much. I love bread, but too much bread makes me not feel good. Anyway. Let's start there. What are your favorite sandwich breads? I like myself a good seeded roll. A Sarcone's Bakery seeded roll, which is what they use for the Primo-sized roll at Primo's. Yes, but they used to use Licio's, didn't they? I'm not sure. Either way, a nice seeded roll. Yeah. But I don't, I don't hate a Kaiser. I don't hate a Kaiser roll. I prefer ciabatta. Oh, I'm into those. Maybe, I like a ciabatta. Maybe some focaccia. That's I, fancy. I hate a Kaiser roll. You hate it? Okay. Too much. There's like, too much like bread inside it. Is it because the tops are too poofy? And the t- why is there that star poofy. shape on the top? <laughs> it's like the seal or something. I don't know. It's where the stem was when it was growing on the tree. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think there's a lot of there's better options. If you choose a Kaiser roll over something else, I lose respect for you. Right. If there's a cedar roll or Kaiser, I'll go seated. Ten times out of ten. So you never do sliced bread for a sandwich? I'll do sliced bread. I like sliced bread for some homemade sandwiches. I like sliced bread a lot more if I'm able to toast it right before I eat it. Or obviously grilled cheese. I don't think I've ever toasted potato bread. Hmm. Nah. I like rye bread. If I'm, I'm going to go sliced, I'm going to get rye. Every time. Yes, I agree. Or wheat if rye isn't available. Right. What about wheat rolls? No. No, potato rolls. Yeah. All day. All right. Primo sells a nice wheat roll. I know. I don't like it. All right. It's, I, I it's only get tasty. it because it's not the white one. So are you anti-white bread? Yes. For the most part. So you get it, but see, now you have a seated roll on the menu. Primo's is a sandwich shop that's based in the Philadelphia area or something like that, I think. It's a, I'm pretty sure it's It's like a local franchise, yeah. And... On the menu is either whatever sandwich on a seeded roll or on this wheat roll. So you're saying you go wheat over the seeded roll? No, this is this is where it breaks down. You get the seeded roll only if you get primo-sized or above. If you get a small, your options are wheat or white unseeded. Because white unseeded is so... Uh, I look down on that roll, I get the wheat one. Is that a guilt factor? No, it's just I don't like it. It's because it's, like, it's, it's like not the same roll. It's like eating your sandwich on a hot dog bun. Like, it's wh- even worse. I, I, I like hot dog bun. Yeah, but this is not, not for a hoagie. It's, no, it's the not problem is it's a, it's a hoagie-shaped roll, but it's tiny. And soft. And it's, 
It's like yeah, it's not a good mix of of attributes. There's no crust. Yeah, the seeded roll that you get when you get the bigger size is is nice. It's white. It's a, it's a white bread, but it has a nice crust. It has seeds. It's good. All right, so let me ask you this question: Primos and sandwich shops of the like make their sandwiches out of their nice long roll or loaves of bread. Loaves? Which one is it? Loaves. Loaves. So when you order a primo size, you're gonna get uh, like a quarter of the entire loaf, right? So do you like the quarter that includes the end, or do you like the middle of the of the sandwich? Middle. Never like the end. This is like a Seinfeld episode about. You don't like the ends of bread. Not on a sandwich. It's, It's too dry, hard. I like it. Do you like the ends of bread otherwise? I always like the ends of bread more than I like the middle of bread. I like having more crust surface. Even on a roll? Yeah. Like a long baguette? Uh, yep. I like the little bu- butt on the end. A little, <laughs> little nubbin? Yeah. No. I don't know. It depends. It, depends what's, it actually depends what's in the sandwich. If it's a sandwich that is made of like lunch meat type deli meat stuff, like thin sliced, ends are fine. If it's something like a steak sandwich or some chicken cutlet in there, I don't I don't want the ends. I'll I won't I'll eat the ends, but I don't want them as much as the middles. Just because it lays in the sandwich better. So I have a correction. Uh, Primos stopped buying bread from Sarcones years ago. They now bake their own bread inside Licio's bakery, See? which That's supplies Pat's and Gino's and Rick's with their rolls. I don't know how we could have gone on without them. Just wanted to correct in case someone uh, looked that up. <laughs> Fact check. Yeah. This podcast is not sponsored or connected in any way to Primos. <laughs> sort of. I feel like they're only because those are the sandwiches that we eat a lot and create sandwich talk. Anthony is fueled by Primos. <laughs> All right, so we got the bread out of the way. All right, so if we're building our ideal sandwich here, we're probably starting with a seated roll. Got that down. If we were going to do the Quirks and Compulsions yeah. official sandwich. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I'm going to be totally out of, I don't know what the word would be. I'm not going to be in agreement with you two, but I'll, I'll roll with it. Just because we're of gonna di- have, dietary We're going to have problems in the meats and cheese section. Yes. Right. We're going to run into some issues. But let's continue. All right. What it would be... Well. Here, maybe this. To be fair to me, we'll do a vegetarian sandwich, and we'll do a meat lover's sandwich. I've never eaten a vegetarian sandwich in my life. You have had mozzarella and tomato and basil. That's not a sandwich. On bread? That's definitely a sandwich. Uh, yeah, but I never... But it's only... What do you it's call open that? Face. It's bruschetta? Not, it's open... Yeah. Bruce, bruschetta. Yeah. Bruschetta. <laughs> yeah, we'll, that's, not a, that's not a sandwich. Oh, okay. Um, Ara, I have eaten... And vegetarian sandwich. I lived off of the vegetarian delight from Subway when I was in college. So, what size? I don't remember. Did you whatever put I the could Fritos af- on it. Whatever I could afford. Did you get the Fritos on top? I that, don't think that was that was an, an option. not an option. That wasn't an nobody option. butchered that idea yet. in two thousand one. That was it was not an, option. an option. It just wasn't on the menu. Oh really? Well, you could buy Fritos and put Fritos it on were sandwich. probably more popular then when you were in college than they I are. I think now. that the, the 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 chip selection there was like. Sun chips, I Lays. remember being there. Baked Lays. Yeah, baked Lays. All right, anyway. Uh, building ideal sandwiches. 
go on without me. I'll I'll chime in where I can. Well, let's just talk about ingredients as they come. Talk about the meat, right? You don't start with the meat. I start with the meat. You yeah. put the meat on first? No, no, we're not talking about building. We're, we're talking, talking about, about the like building process. What's your choice of a sandwich? And when you're choosing oh. a sandwich, you start with the protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But what, what do I like or what? Well, I wasn't even, I was going to even go more, you know, do you like the sliced flat meat or do you like something like chicken cutlet or something else? I'm going to be honest with you. I know that you love the chicken cutlet. I don't really want the chicken cutlet. I never sandwich. get the chicken or cutlet. Or grilled chicken, any type of thing. I never, like get a, I, I never get a meat that's not sliced thinly. I usually you just go with deli. Deli style. I like. A I want really a deli thin, sandwich. Like as thin as they can possibly slice that meat, that's what I want. All right, so you and, start, so you... And typically I'm getting ham with uh, peppered outside or turkey breast. With peppered outside or some other type of herb seasoning. Um, How do you feel about smoked turkey? Yeah, take it, take it or leave it. <laughs> All right, I would agree with you for sure. I know what my ideal sandwich is, but go, so go for it. What's your ideal protein on your sandwich? Turkey. Okay. I could see maybe introducing some roast beef or pastrami in there. Yeah, but you don't like to see. This is where I you don't I like draw to the mix line. the meats. I do, but only in certain contexts. So Italian hoagie will mix the meats, right? <laughs> turkey hoagie will not mix the meats because, like, I'm with have you this. ever mixed the meats on a turkey sandwich? No, I don't think no. I would ever. Well, you want could be to. missing out. What would you mix it with? I think no, the you point could is do eating it a turkey with sandwich. Like, a, I think you could do turkey and corned beef very easily. Okay, because oh. you have one that's like. More neutral, the mm. turkey. And then... The corned beef would just overpower and it would just feel like... No, I mean, but a then watered it's about ratio. Beef. It's not like equal parts. Yeah. I mean... Okay. I've gotten a, a turkey Reuben before, right? Which mm-hmm. typically has corned beef on it, correct? Or pastrami. I don't remember. I think pastrami. Pastrami. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. Pastrami I'm with you on this. Stronger. I don't... I only mix certain types of, of meats. And you the, basically mix any Italian meat. Italian meats, and that's my that's my wheelhouse of sandwiches. Predictably, you don't get turkey. I'll, I'll eat turkey sandwiches, but my ideal sandwich would be an Italian meat based sandwich. Can you name the meats that, that you would put on? a You sandwich? just want me to say the word gabagool. That's all you want me to do right now. <laughs> Can you name? I start salami is my workhorse. Do you have a okay in the Colangelo household? Yeah, you pull open the little drawer in the refrigerator where you keep the deli section. Yep. What's in there at any given time? Uh, salami, mm-hmm. workhorse meat for sandwiches. Do you have bologna in there? No bologna. Okay. Uh, prosciutto, uh-huh. or as as you would say, prosciutto. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, optionally, gabagool, which is capicola for non-Italians. So, okay. I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking in my house, I usually have one meat at a time for sandwich making. Well, I don't no, think I, you would I just make a salami sandwich. I like, could do that. I would do that. I throw some mustard on okay, that thing. That's not a good example. I don't think you would have just a prosciutto sandwich. No, no but, but I would have prosciutto for slicing up and putting on crackers. And yep, with stuff. cheese. Cheese, yeah. It's but, a versatile meat. But hold, hold on. Do, do you typically have multiple meats at home at one time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's more Especially common. Italian ones. Yeah. If I'm going to get turkey a certain week, mm-hmm. I'll probably just have turkey. Right. 
because that'll yeah. You know, well, I mean, like some other things, but I don't get turkey doesn't come with a lot of added on meats for as we've just talked about. But if I'm gonna get salami, I'm gonna have to get some other meats to go with it on a sandwich. Another thing I really like is pepperoni on a sandwich. Yep, I like to throw a little bit on there. But my dad, growing up, used to when I was growing up, he used to have a certain deli down at the shore cut the pepperoni stick vertically, like the like uh, lengthways. So it's like a big long. Like so long, it looks like thin. a zucchini strip. Yeah, long thin ways. Great for sandwiches. Wait, did hold on? Was this like a? You know how you have that vegetable peeler and you take a carrot and you like shred it. the top. Is that what he did? Is that what the no, guy? No, did? no, 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 no. Just sliced. No, he just puts it in. He the sliced, sliced it in the other oh, way, weird. the long way. Huh. There's like two guys that would do this because they get a little nervous about slicing their fingers off. Yeah, that sounds you know? like a, a risk I wouldn't. It be is, willing to take. but as the last finishing piece of a sandwich, it's great. So I'll go salami. Gabagool, prosciutto, and then we'll talk about the extras later. And then like a piece or two of pepperoni to add a little bit of the spice. Hmm. So, but I I am a big fan of of chicken cutlet based sandwiches. Okay. When you so not only when you flat. say chicken cutlet, do you mean chicken breast that's been pounded out thin and fried, breaded and fried, breaded and fried? Yeah, or grilled. Either That's one. why I don't understand the word cutlet. I know. We were talking about this the other day. Like, what does that even mean? It doesn't mean most, anything. Because when most you go to grilled chicken sandwich, is right. the same as a cutlet. It's just a different way of, like, it's the same shape of meat. It, it's, it's the same meat. It's just breaded or fried. grilled chicken typically, like, in strips no. on a sandwich? It's not just, like, a big piece of breast, right? Is it? No, 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 but, like, chunked. Maybe chunked. What do you mean by chunked? <laughs> like, not, not cut it, cubed. Not sliced. Cubed. Cubed. Like cut up, but not minced or anything like that. I don't like the texture of that. <laughs> it's I, chicken pieces. I would never really want grilled chicken on a sandwich. You go to Ellen's over here, right? And mm-hmm. you you order a chicken-based sandwich. Right. They're going to ask you, do you want cutlet or grilled? What's the difference? Grilled chicken. They're both, both chickens are chunked or cubed or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Are cut up. Into little, like, ice cube-sized morsels. Ice cube, like the half-moon ice cubes? No. No, no, no. Like the... Cubes. Yeah, cubes. Like square cubes. Okay. That sounds like diced chicken to me. But they're it's bigger than diced. Dice is small. Dice is tiny. That sounds like chopped Chunked. chicken. Chunked. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and the last grilled or, grilled or breaded. Uh, what do they say? Grilled or cutlet. That grilled is like grilled sense. chicken. Cutlet is breaded and then chunked. I thought cutlet could be either breaded or it grilled. It can. So they're asking you whether you want, if you say chicken, you're getting a cutlet no matter what. Correct. But unless if you, you say, say yeah, if yeah, you okay. say cutlet, you're going to get a, a breaded, breaded one yeah. unless you say grilled. But technically both grilled and breaded are cutlet. I right, agree right, right. completely. Okay. Okay. So that's my other option for, for meats. And what sort of seasoning do you like as on the, the cutlet? They're putting Melted cheese on there, probably. I mean, there's it's so versatile. It's anything. You can make it a buffalo chicken sandwich. You could throw some roasted peppers on there and some mozzarella. Then you're then you're like uh, almost making a chicken cheesesteak at that point. Almost. I mean, not all at the same time. Right. I mean, like there's buffalo variants, right? Comma, 
mozzarella. So would you opt for a chicken cutlet sandwich on a long roll over a chicken cheesesteak? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, when I like cheesesteaks, I like them all. I like. I don't like thin sliced cheesesteaks as much as chopped. So, chicken cheesesteaks are pretty good. Oh, okay. You know how you can either get chopped or or sliced. Usually the no, this is usually the uh, the sliced ones or usually the chopped ones begin as sliced ones that right, they just right, put right. on the grill and right and they chop them know, up those the little chop, things chop. yeah yeah okay. did you just say do the chop chop do the chop chop <laughs> all right let's let's move down the line all right so we got we got the protein down we got a variety let there's a variety of cheese options here because um, I think there's certain cheeses that are disgusting on sandwiches like. I'm not going to put Swiss cheese on a sandwich. No, high never. five there. I'll never I do that. I totally agree. Never will do that. I'm not going to do that. Nope. I would melt Swiss cheese as part of other cheeses in a cheese group. For like, a, if I did do a ham and Swiss, like a, a croque madame, perhaps. Fancy. That might that might be part of that. <laughs> I also don't really enjoy pepper jack that much. I love pepper jack. Love pepper jack. I love it. It's really good only in sandwiches. I'm going to do uh, Pepper Jack, Cooper Sharp. Um, I'm going to do Provolone in the right circumstance. Um, provolone, provolone is an excellent melting cheese. It is. And it's a very, it's, you get sharp provolone mixed with some Italian meats. Kind of, oh, it's great. It's great. I would do Cooper Sharp on uh, turkey, perhaps even a tuna, tuna. melt. Tuna melt. Um, American? I don't ever get American. Ever? Never. Unless it's making a grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. That's the only time. I'll, I mean, I'll, when I say cheese on a sandwich, I think provolone. Say provolone? Provolone. <laughs> and then, uh, like, that's my default cheese. For sure. My default is, is probably pepper jack. Mozzarella, I would say. Really? Well, I don't eat the same stuff that you guys that's, eat. That's true. You don't. Do you like... Um, shredded mozzarella. I don't really eat a lot of cheese on my sandwiches. No. I know. I mean, I've had sandwiches like that that are pretty good. My ideal sandwich, I'll just, I'll just go, go right, right there. It. Go yeah. right there. Go right there. Is a turkey special. What's where, this, what is, makes it special? I'm defining it for you. Turkey breast, sliced thin, like Patrick likes it. I want Russian dressing, not to be confused with Thousand Island. I want coleslaw. You want, want to go to Herschel's. I want rye bread. Yeah. Uh, preferably the marble. And I don't want, eh, I don't really want the bread toasted. What you're describing sounds like a turkey uh, Reuben. Without the cheese. Without the cheese. Yeah. So can you quickly explain the difference between Russian and Thousand Island dressing? Sure. Uh, thickness is for sure a difference. So Russian dressing is thicker and Thousand Island, it's just like tangier and looser and more it's pretty much pickly it. maybe. Okay. Hmm. All right. But you started getting an interesting territory here about toasting. I think we should get into the technique. Yep. Here. Let's start with toasting. Do you like... Bread toasted, but not sandwich. You like entire sandwich toasted. This is really 
um, a per sandwich sort of thing for me. But I can tell you, for one, if I'm going to toast the whole sandwich, I'm not going to toast any of the vegetables that go on the sandwich, if, especially if I have lettuce or tomatoes. Those are, going on, those are going after because hot lettuce and hot tomatoes are I disgusting. I am into hot lettuce and hot tomatoes. That's so gross. <laughs> that is so gross. Hot lettuce sounds like, like a good band name. Hot lettuce is pretty good. Hot lettuce is hold disgusting. On. Hold on. Where did, hold on. I think you might be toasting this wrong. It's, all right. So are we assuming a roll or a sliced bread? Um, when I think of toasted sandwiches, I'm thinking of not sli- a roll, sliced, sliced bread. bread. Yeah. Okay. So explain your stacking order, All and right. then it tell me how you toast that because I think you might just be doing it wrong. This is what I do. I'll toast the bread first, put my spread on the bread, put my protein on the bread, put my cheese on the bread. Then I'll put it that under a broiler, open face. Then I'll take that out of the broiler. Then I'll put my vegetables on and close it up. You might want to put some more spread on that. You put spread only on the side, the meat side? I feel like you also should put it on the lettuce side. No, no. You're not understanding. There's meat on both sides. Oh, you Uh, do two open-faced sandwiches. sandwiches Double ender. So your lettuce is in the middle. Lettuce and vegetables. Surrounded by protein. Sealed in by protein. That's actually pretty good. I I don't typically do that. No, I, that's a big sandwich. I took. I divide I have a really tiny face. I don't eat a lot of meat on the sandwich. I divide. I maybe do two slices or three slices of meat and divide it equally between the two halves. So hmm. I'm not like. I could get into trying that technique. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a shot. It seems smart, but I think. But doesn't uh, but doesn't when you do that doesn't it warm the lettuce? Like, doesn't the lettuce lose crunch? Oh, you can still have crunch in lettuce when it's warm. It's warm, but it's not hot. Well, let me ask you this: How? What kind of lettuce? Uh, romaine. Typically, but romaine. Are, is it, I, is I, it like chopped up, I or is it like you, doing leaf, okay. leaves? Like a large, large slice a, a, of a single piece. One p- single leaf of romaine. I break the bottom off where the white part is and throw that right away. Right in the fire. In the right in the fire, and then I take the leaf part and I fold it in so that it fits on the bread. So you're doing one. You do you a whole even, piece of one, romaine. You do yeah. one lettuce leaf. <laughs> one lettuce leaf. <laughs> you don't even cut it at all, or no, like I, break it up. I fold the sides in. So you that fold it, it fits. in like it's a dress shirt, and yeah. fold it. Up. Fold in the sides, and then tuck it in, and then close the really? thread. Yep. Well, this is why you don't like hot lettuce. <laughs> you have one hot piece of lettuce on your sandwich. You don't chop your lettuce up at all. No. Do you why like would shredded I do that? lettuce on your sandwiches? No. It's not not, a, it's not, not, a taco. not unless it's a not unless it can be contained by the bread. So like on a sandwich. Where you're talking toasted pieces of bread, if it's shredded lettuce, it's just gonna come all out of the sides. Yeah, and then you eat it afterwards. Oh, nobody wants that. The lettuce is I just a vehicle he for does the sandwich. One entire leaf of lettuce. No, I think that that's normal. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is, no. dude. Totally. I, okay, even I, if I'm not I doing do a shredded, lot less. if I'll I'm do doing like shredded lettuce, I'll rip it up a little. Like if if I'm not doing shredded, right, and I have a leaf of lettuce to use. I'll like break it up into smaller chunks, but I don't fold it in like a perfectly... If you Google the word sandwich and go to images, the things that you get back look like they have one piece of lettuce in there. Yeah, that's but marketing that's not like... Crap. A, that's not folded. It's not like... <laughs> You're looking at the side with like the, the fringe of like the lettuce sticking out. Yeah, le- no, yeah. that's that's marketing crap. It's that's sprayed with that glue. That's also not romaine. Yeah. No, that looks like it's green leaf. Or uh, what's Bo- it called? Boston, Boston. 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 Yeah. 
He just folds his lettuce up on a sandwich. I don't <laughs> like shredded lettuce, period. I unless only, it's on like a uh, hoagie. Really. Or a taco. Or a taco, which is a whole other That's another whole show. other episode. Right. Okay. Let's go to condiments. Condiments. Um, all right. I'm just going to... All right. Wait. Do condiments first. So, my view on the condiments that I like on sandwiches has evolved a lot in the last five years or so of my life. Because I used to be like mayo only kind of person. Now I'm all about different types of mustards, mixing mayo and mustard together to get like a a perfect sort of uh, spiciness mixed with a coolness. Um, Is that technically considered an aioli? No, I think an aioli. What makes an aioli? It has to be an emulsion. Uh, you so, need olive oil and and, and uh, exactly mayonnaise yeah. or egg. It, you have to. It has to be a chemical emulsion. Or way over your head. Here. I have no <laughs> input on this. To be honest, I mean on condiments, I do not on aiolis and what defines them. So, what types of condiments do you like? I um. I don't use mayo a lot on sandwiches, but every time I eat a sandwich with mayo on it, I forget that I should use it more. Okay. So I feel like it's an underrated part of a lot of sandwiches. I don't really like mayo plain, but I like it with other things. So a question. When you go and order, um, let's say you're getting a tuna salad sandwich. I don't get extra mayo. Well, that's the thing. I never know if they're asking me if I want mayo in the tuna salad or if I want extra mayo mm. on the bread in addition Take to Take it the- as a given. It's always going to be extra if they ask you. Correct. I get can, I get stumbled. Well, it's I get like the binding element there. of tuna salad, isn't it? Or sometimes, chicken salad. Some if you get or the salad. if you get the Italian style tuna salad, sometimes it's just like olive oil and and uh, some, vinegar. Yeah. But then do you want even, do you want mayo at all on that? I don't know. Do I, really. I don't know. Do I? That's where I get I don't confused. Think so. Well, if that's the case, with then, vinegar and oil. Well, then it turns into more like a like a coleslaw kind of. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know texture. I feel every time that happens to me, I, I'm like, okay, first of all, what type of place am I in? Are they going to give me the Italian-style tuna? Are they going to give me regular tuna salad? What else is in this? Like, what kind of bread? Like, it all gets, I get stressed out. <laughs> get stressed out. All right, condiments for me are sandwich-dependent. Turkey-based sandwiches, mayo always. Uh, salami-based sandwiches, if there's a lot of Italian meats on it, oil and vinegar. If there's only salami, mustard. Wait, do you put mustard on the turkey or no? Um, no, not really. Okay, not really. But salami, great with mustard. Sometimes, even a salami and prosciutto, I'll, I'll put. I don't think salami. I've had a salami sandwich since I was like ten. You're missing out. I'll tell you though, if you want a good salami sandwich, go to New Orleans, Mufaleta. Ooh, we it's didn't even sandwich. talk about that. That's a really good sandwich. Yeah. The thing for, that I could steal from that sandwich that I think would be good on a lot of others is their olive olive spread, their olive situation. Tapenade. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, what I feel you, like that that needs to make its way into other sandwiches. Yeah, I'm into that. I feel like that's something that that's like a power move, you especially know? if you're making your own sandwich. All right, all of a sudden you put tapenades. All right, what's uh, what's your condiments? Oh yeah, we forgot. Russian dressing. That's it. That's it. Um, no mustard. I didn't really like mustard until more recently, and now I, if I like mustard, it's more um, like whole grain mustard. Like a big, th- like, like you can see the I don't know what they're called. The gra- yeah, the grains I guess right. I don't know. Big grain. Yeah. Additional condiments I forgot to mention: 
big fan of oregano or Italian seasoning. On a sandwich? On a sandwich. And crushed red pepper. Yes. On a sandwich. Wait, didn't you tell me yesterday I that- I don't think oregano should be raw. Dry. Should be like, dried? I don't know. No, but like- Cooked into something? Like so, dry and on a sandwich. That's I'm like, into it. I'm, I love a, a good oregano on a Greek salad. but Or pizza. Or a pizza. I've never had it on a sandwich, I don't think. You gotta you gotta make sure it gets involved in the other ingredients other than the meats. Well, I think and you have lettuce and cheese. One of situation. the things that probably requires is that you use vinegar on the sandwich too. Um, it needs something not, wet or no. oil. Something, yeah, it could be just the tomatoes, or it could be an oil vinegar uh, on situation. the tomato. Yeah, yeah okay. on the tomato. I could see that. So you put you put your meats, your cheese, your tomato, oregano, any lettuce, situ- uh, oregano, and and the, the crushed red pepper. So I learned recently. That it, I don't know why I didn't do this my whole life, but putting salt and pepper on a sandwich before you close it up ain't a bad totally idea. Totally, ga- it's a game changer for me. Like that elevates your sandwich to a whole different level. It's so easy to to make your sandwich something that's good, something that can be great if you put salt and pepper on it. Definitely pepper. You put it on last. Yeah, saying? everything's ready to go. I have my two sides about oh, to close the door. The dual side. About to yeah. close the door, and then <laughs> close I, the door. ground pepper, salt. <laughs> Throw that you should together. throw some crushed red pepper on there. Yeah. If you like a little spice. That won't work with everything. No, no, no. But if you like a little spice. Sure. It's good. What wouldn't it work on? Uh, tuna salad. Tuna salad would not be good. Red pepper? Yeah, I mean, I would I would eat it because I eat pepper with everything. But. Yeah. Maybe I'm in that I, camp. I'd put a black pepper on there and then I'd put some, maybe some dill in there too for tuna salad. We haven't talked about egg salad at all. I'm a big fan. I of enjoy egg salad. Egg salad and it. I think that... Red pepper flakes would be wonderful on that. Agreed. You know what else is great in egg salad? Chop up some cornichons. Mix that in there. Or Gives celery. You a little pickle. Celery's good in egg salad. I don't really ever eat egg salad sandwiches. Problem with egg salad is if you bring them to work, it's going to smell like farts. <laughs> Can't avoid that. I think that's, that's only if it's like fresh made egg salad. Maybe. All right. Can we talk about a situation that I found myself in a few years ago? Mm-hmm. I grew up outside of Philadelphia. Right. As one does, everything is a hoagie. Okay. I moved to Florida for college, Orlando, and I'm amongst other people's sandwiches down there. And there's a place, Firehouse Subs, there. Pretty good sandwiches. And over the course of the two years I was there, I realized I actually hate hoagies in comparison to subs. Because the key defining factor is the, the method, the cut of the bread, and by effect, the stacking of the ingredients. Did you say you hate hoagies? If you give me a choice of sub or hoagie, by the definition that I'm talking about here. I agree with you, Anthony. So, I will take sub always. What's how, do, how does a sub cut differently? All right. Hoagie cut, right? Trivia. Hoagie came from Hog Island, which is what is now Philadelphia International Airport. Trivia. But... Traditionally, hoagies are cut, the bread is cut, it's a roll, and it's cut like 95% or 98% of the way through, so it's like a... Less than that. Less than 98%? Yeah. It's normally hanging on by a thread. All right, like 90%, what'd you say, 80%, 90%? Yeah. Most of the way through, and then cracked open like a V, like a book, and placed down, and then while it's in that V shape... Then you put this stuff in. You layer your meats, you layer your cheeses... And then, well, some people do the cheese first, then the meat, and then the condiments are on top of the V, and then it barely shuts. 
I've never made myself a hoagie, so I don't even know where to begin with, like, how I would put the ingredients. Some people do cheese first, then meat, then these condiments. A sub. Problem being, though, is that all of the condiments on top, they don't get into the sandwich, right? They don't get deep penetration into the sandwich. No. (laughs) They don't make their way to the... All right, so when you close the bread, one side of your sandwich, if you're looking at it head on... One side of the sandwich is all meat and cheese, and one side is all condiments. Which is why I feel like most people, when they're eating a hoagie, eat it V up. V up, yeah. Whereas yeah. if you're eating a sub, you're eating the two pieces of bread are parallel to right. each other. Like so a sandwich. subs are cut all the way yes, through. like a sandwich. Subs are the rolls cut all the way through, bottom placed down, meats, cheese, condiments, top of the bread placed on top. Much more control. Yeah. Or it's even distribution is of ingredients. Is this true across the, the board? This is so the if, this is the definition I've discovered. If I've I went never to been Wawa to a and got place, a hoagie, yeah. it's not they, cut all the way through. Not it's cut all the way through. V, v cut. Yep. Condiment situation on top. Interesting. I never yep. really noticed this before. I know, and I, I didn't either. And then I then I realized that like though subs and hoagies are the area terms and area definitions, the the bread cut and by effect stacking order is vastly different. So here's where my opinion changes. I would pick. Always a sub if we're dealing with deli meat. And if we're dealing with a cutlet or meatballs. Agreed. Always a hoagie. 100% agreed. Because it holds everything in better. Yep. Right. That's Especially, I agree. Well, okay. I would be okay with the ends. I would be okay right. with the ends because they serve a purpose. Hoagie cut specifically keeps the sauce in a lot better. So if it's cutlets or meatballs, you generally have some sort of sauce in there. So the hoagie cut makes sure it stays in there, which is very important. Do you consider a wrap a sandwich? Um, I don't consider it a sandwich, but I consider it lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, so. It's not a sandwich, but it shares um it shares the ingredient mixtures of sandwiches. I feel like bread needs to happen if it's a sandwich. Like, wraps don't count. I don't think, Anthony, you would ever put all those Italian meats That's in what I was just thinking about. Yeah, I would never... Gross. You don't put deli types of things in wraps. Yeah, you could do, do a turkey wrap. Turkey wrap. Turkey wrap. All right. You could do... But that's pretty much it. Chicken cutlet wrap. Right. But um, deli meat, flat meat. You don't... You can't really do that. Maybe. I've I, never seen it. You could try it. So, I would like to talk about one thing, since I don't eat bacon, that I, I'm curious what your opinion is about. How do you feel about club sandwiches? I like club sandwiches with the exception of the middle bread piece. I always Isn't that the definition of a club? It is, but a club also has bacon on it usually. Yeah. So I learned that the hard way. I want to take that middle piece out and throw it. I don't understand club sandwiches because they're too tall to maintain structural integrity as you eat it. I also don't believe in having a mini sandwich of just like lettuce on top, stacked on top of your other sandwich. Yeah, it's weird, especially for you, Patrick. If you put the lettuce all up in the meat's business, how do you make a club sandwich? I don't like it. Club sandwiches, I ever made one? Are typically breads toasted separately. No, no, no. How do you? How do you make one? I've never made one. Right, because you have you do the, the close the book. Close the book. But you wouldn't be able to, you would just have to put another piece of bread in there. I don't want to do that. Right. No. It's it's a dumb idea. 
I think if we stepped back and were like, okay, if club sandwiches are not a thing, I don't think we would invent them again. Who what, do you think, like, what was the need or the desire behind right. inventing club sandwiches? I feel like maybe the guy or gal who invented club sandwiches had some sort of phobia of their ingredients touching. But the the bacon is with the lettuce, right? It's yes. not with the meat. Maybe maybe it's hmm. to absorb the like, bacon oil. I don't know. I just looked it up. Don't ruin it for us. I won't. But I, I want this like how it's t- made. I'm going to tell you <laughs> that um, the sandwich has been known to uh, have been appearing on menus in the United States dating back to 1899. So it's been around for a long time, especially if you consider how long sandwiches have been like in popular culture. Like, 1899? That's pretty... That's the most of the history of, like, sandwich. Right. Time. So. What if what if, what if all sandwiches were club, and then the Depression happened, and they were like, nope, got to do regular sandwiches now. Here's what I'm thinking probably is, the, is, is how things came about. And this, I didn't read the whole history of it. Like, the club sandwich basically is like a shish kebab... Of bread, meat, lettuce, tomato, bread, meat, lettuce, tomato, and it keeps going and going and going. Right? No, I don't think there's meat in the second step. Oh, there isn't. Yeah, no, there's not. Really? It's it's. You're bread, basically isolating meats, the, bread, the lettuce, top, bread. tomato, and bacon. So you have like a BLT, BLT on top of your on sandwich. top of your sandwich. <sighs> Maybe they were like Patrick, and they didn't like their their vegetables toasted, so they made a sandwich, toasted that with their meats intact. Came out, and they put their vegetables and another piece of bread on top. It's possible, to hold it. and then it's it was possible. like a what's, half toasted sandwich. What's the origin of the BLT? How 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 late does it that fell date? off the club sandwich? And somebody was like, <laughs> "That sounds good. I'll eat that." The BLT though is is one of my favorite sandwiches. If it's a good BLT, I feel like you can't most really underrated beat that. sandwich. Yeah, most underrated. Even with turkey bacon, it's delicious. Like, hmm. I don't personally understand it. BLTs. The, I mean, the well, flavor profile it's is not, just... It's not relevant to her. You can Pork. eat turkey bacon, though, right? Even yeah, if it was turkey bacon, like... I would be like, this is this doesn't make sense. It's like, there's not enough substance. You, you get some hearty slices of tomato. You get That's the key. Three to four pieces of uh, bacon that are sizable. And some lettuce. And then you put it on some toasted... I like it on rye toast with mayonnaise. Salt and pepper. Too. Yeah, the key is the big tomatoes. Hardy. If tomatoes. you don't have a nice, healthy chunk, of, like slice of tomato that's pretty thick, you, you're not gonna have a good BLT. The tomato really is the key. Yeah, you can't have like chopped tomato. No, you can't have those shitty tomatoes that have the white piece in the middle. Right, right. No, that's gonna ruin it. No. All right. Do we should we move on to breakfast sandwiches? I have a quick. I see some controversial things. In quick here. question here: If a sandwich has all the quality of a Qualities of a sandwich, but it's not technically on bread. So, like, for example, KFC had the double down where <laughs> the bread was replaced with uh, pieces of fried chicken. Is that still a sandwich? No. Okay. What, what about if the bread's replaced with pancakes? <laughs> That's just a stack. That's just a stack of food. <laughs> <laughs> like that waffles you have to as hold together as you eat it. So the, the, it has to be bread. It can't be waffles. It can't be pancakes. Can't it can't be, be fried chicken. Wrap, can't be right. So that's none of those wrap. are sandwiches. No, no, no they're not a sandwich. 
right. I'm still interested okay, in them. Okay, but no, but wait. Now we're going to get another breakfast sandwiches, though, and that's going to be challenged. Right. Because there's a lot of other types of... Oh, wait. What about pretzel roll? Oh, I love a good pretzel roll. That's, that's still bread, I think. Definitely bread. Okay. Yeah. Delicious. Great on... Especially, there's a good breakfast sandwich with pretzel roll involved. It's a good burger with pretzels. I have actually can tell you that I've never had pretzel roll <gasps> in my, oh my life. God. Chris Cashdollar would, would punch you in the face. What's the what's the he origin of that? Is that I don't a know. German I mean, thing? Um, probably. I don't know. I mean, Cashdollar loves them because he's from Pittsburgh. I mean, it's, it's definitely is, like is it's, it a regional Pittsburgh? It's heavily thing? used in the Pittsburgh it's area. It's heavily used there. Yeah, hmm. that's a very that's like I don't know what it is, but it's like always their second bread type. I feel so. Like. You get he's like, would you like it on a long roll? A pretzel roll right. or, or rye bread or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's always in the top three suggestions. It's just not an option where I get my sandwiches from. No, I know it's well, it's, it's hard more to find. gourmet here. Pretzel rolls. Yeah, I here. feel like it's kind of lowbrow. No, I think it's more gourmet here. Okay, I don't know. But now that we're moving into different types of bread or sandwich containers, I I had see a controversial statement, which are bagel sandwiches are a lie. <laughs> I find, I find a lot of problems with this. Statement. All right, here's why I say that: bagels stand on their own. You eat a bagel as its own thing. I don't consider a bagel a sandwich. I don't either. That's it why I think like you bagel get like sandwiches a are tuna alive. bagel or an egg bagel. Like and, egg and you bagel. eat it open faced, correct? You eat each half separately. You don't take a bagel with a bunch of stuff between it. And stack it on top of each other and then eat that. I yeah, normally like eating yeah, open face bagels. What you have to do. What kind of bagel sandwiches do, are you eating? What you have to do is walk down Walnut Street to 4th. Uh-huh. There's, uh, maybe 5th. Maybe in Philadelphia. Right. There's a place called the Bagel Factory. Oh. And what they do is they cook the best breakfast sandwiches I've ever had in my life. In so there. are you getting egg and cheese on a bagel? I'm getting egg, cheese, optimally pork roll, sometimes bacon. See, not not bacon and pork roll at the same time. Bacon or pork roll. I can't get down with that because bagels are so filling that I can't not. If I'm going to have a bagel, I'm going to have something like cream cheese, or I'm going to have something like uh, smoked salmon. So something well, they're, light. They're not, not like massive bagels. Not like bacon and eggs and stuff. Like, well, your problem too much is you probably food. have too much bagel. That's what I was going to say. It's, so it's a different type of bagel. A lot of females do what's called the scoop, where they scoop. If this is it. This is not if you're ordering out, but if you have like a basket of bagels or a bag of bagels on the counter, a lot of females, sometimes I'm on this bandwagon. Most, most times I'm not because I like my bread. They'll scoop out the inside of the bagel or most of it. So that becomes a vessel for your tuna fish or for your egg. Mm-hmm. And that way like you can eat sandwich. open face. Things don't fall all over the place and it's not too much bread. I see, but I think it's the size of the bit. You can't have a regular size bagel and make a bagel sandwich. It has to be a slightly smaller bagel. That's probably and not the a key good bagel. Is, the key is the key to bagel sandwiches always have to be cut in half, right? Because yes. you cannot you cannot have a bagel sandwich that's still whole and eat it that way. Because number one, everything's going to slide fall out the, the hole back or down the hole. Right. I'm not going to see. My problem is that I'm so used to getting a croissant as the bread for my breakfast sandwich that I'm not ever going to not do. I'm going to buy you a sandwich tomorrow 
for breakfast. Don't eat breakfast tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to buy you a bagel factory sandwich. Okay. For breakfast. I never ate croissants growing up. I didn't really either. It's fancy. This is a recent thing. I, I discovered a place that does breakfast sandwich. They toast the croissant with the whole sandwich. So the croissant gets really crunchy and like crispy with your egg and melted cheese and all that stuff. And it's just like the best thing. Isn't it really rich? No, it becomes actually light but buttery. That sounds really rich. You'd be surprised. It's not rich. What, do, what are the ingredients? Bagels are like way it's... more filling to me than a croissant. Hmm. Croissant I... mostly has air in it. Yeah. You know? All right. What's your, when you're making a breakfast sandwich? At home? Yeah. Rye toast. I'll put a fried egg and cheese and bacon on it. Open face. Open face. One piece if of you, bread. If you had to add a meat to that, what would you add? Bacon. Always? All day. What's your feelings on pork roll? Um, what exactly I just never, is pork roll? I never cook it at home. I only ever order it Even if it you're out. out. Um, but it doesn't sound like it does. If I might get scrapple instead. Yeah? Maybe. Is this Anthony, my jersey? What's pork roll? Um, <laughs> I don't even honestly know what's in there, but it's some some sort of pork product. That's it's like a delicious. loaf. Yeah. They, they slice. It's kind of like scrapple, right? No, because scrapple's everything else after you've already made the good stuff. And so pork the pork roll, roll is still the good stuff. Pork roll is still part of the good stuff. Yeah. Scrapple, though, I love scrapple. But pork roll is one of the, is is legitimate. I think, I think scrapple, I, think. I don't know, it could be total crap. If it was called something else, wouldn't be looked down upon as much. Um, I agree. I think only because the I mean, it technically uh, is of the scraps. It, <laughs> right. I think only because the origin of it is obvious through its name. Yeah. But yeah, pork roll is... Pork roll is the key to my breakfast sandwiches because it's that good. So I'll get, I'll normally go. Um, I normally like scrambled egg type situation. With Ooh, I could argue with that. Scrapple, uh, cheese. Love me and over easy. See, scrambled to me on a sandwich is all loose and will follow out. Whereas if you get a you fried, a fried, fried or an over or a, easy or over or like medium, even like an egg. This isn't the, the right cakes. word, but like an egg pancake where like it's not chopped up scramble egg. Right. It's just it's like in a little thing. It's basically right, 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 like right. if you're buying an egg sandwich at Dunkin' Donuts, what that looks like. Yeah. But better. Yeah. It's, in, better. it's in a circle. Right. It's one unit. Yes. Where scrambled is like all chopped up and like loosey goosey. Especially if you um, have an open face, it's difficult. Yeah. Depends how you cook it. If you're doing a good scramble... If you're doing a good scramble, it do has some structural Do you put milk in your integrity. scrambled eggs? Yes. Just a hint. Just a tiny bit? Yeah. I do too. Depends if I have milk in the fridge. Yeah. When you do um, breakfast sandwiches, do you toast the whole thing? Or do you toast the bread while you're cooking the eggs? Yeah. Yep. And then you put it on there? There's no need to. Unless I have to melt the cheese, right. um, I'll, I'll, I might just throw it under the broiler for like a minute. Well, you still need to toast the bread separately. Otherwise, yeah, it gets it's going to get soft. soggy. Yep. Definitely. What else we got? Um, can we talk about your favorite sandwich makers? Like, who? Where do you go? What's your favorite sandwich? That's a big question. Um, I'm gonna say this didn't even come up at all, but Herschel's over in Reading Terminal Market makes the brisket special, which is um, brisket, Russian dressing, coleslaw, and I think that's it on there. Yeah, I'm gonna go on rye. Any Jewish deli. Yep. I'm a big fan of Paisano's. Oh, that place is They delicious. do Italian-style Italian sandwiches. I think that they're great. I like 
that brisket sandwich or or like a nice uh I don't know, man, maybe Mufaletta. Not from like just there. in general. Not from there. <laughs> but like if I when I'm in New Orleans, when I get one from someplace legit. Did you have a po' boy when you were down there? I did. What'd Shrimp. You, you like it? Yeah, it was delicious. What do you think about banh mi's? Oh my gosh. I was just gonna mention this, but I forgot. I love banh mi. Totally That's... underrated sandwich. Absolutely. I don't even think I know what this is. It's a Vietnamese, Vietnamese. hoagie. So I've never basically it's good on, roll, it's good on a topping. French style baguette. It has um some sort of protein, whether it's tofu or they have like pork or they have like um I don't know what else they use. Bunch of shredded vegetables. I think they'll do beef, no? Um cilantro, um like shredded carrots, um ginger, ginger, sriracha, sriracha. Um and then there's like some what other kind of like sauces on there. I'm not sure what There's the sauces. Like cucumbers, but it's probably in there. like the it's, most food you could eat and not feel like totally gross after. It's really good. It sounds like a lot of stuff. I think you would really like. I think it. I need to get this for lunch one day. Try it out. Wonder. Is there a place around here we can get banh mi? No, I have to look out. Anyway, we might have to make a special. If you ever see it on a menu, you should definitely check it out. We'll be back soon. Now I really want a sandwich for dinner. Um, if you like this banter, uh, tweet it or something. Or let us know what your favorite sandwich is. Or yell at Patrick for using one piece of lettuce on his sandwich and not <laughs> chunking it up at all. I think the hashtag for this episode will be hot lettuce. Hot lettuce.